Ollie is like, I haven't slept in days, but this is fine. We need to talk about TV. I haven't been on a podcast episode in weeks. I have so much about TV to talk about. I feel like my tastes are maybe not the same. I don't know. Maybe they are. Right? Like, I love Stargate, and I love that you love Stargate. Hey, and welcome to our bonus episode and our second ever author interview. Today, we're here with Tasanya Adet. As you, dear listeners, know her, it's Taz. So hi, Taz. Hi. How does it feel to be the uh, guest of honor? I don't know. It's weird, but... I know, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, well, yeah, just put her on the spot in the, from, right from the beginning. But we're very excited to be here to celebrate her latest release. Uh, we'll talk about that later and just to learn more about her and just let you guys know more about her and yeah i am here with two other queens hannah and Kay. hi <laughs> hey hi um, yeah and so <laughs> we're just gonna hang out we already had like a pre-talk about all the things so we're just gonna TV. Yes. yeah lots of tv shows y'all missed out <laughs> yeah. we're like focus on the books <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that you guys know we always talk tv because it's part of our lives and taz loves tv and we're here for it <laughs> Yes. yes stories we just love stories um, but yeah in my notes i had the atmosphere is great in the studio today or studios because we're in our individual houses but it's great so i'm very excited <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anyway we're just gonna start hi um if you've been with us from the very beginning you have heard tess introduce herself but we do want to kind of do a little refresher so uh give us a few basics so just you know, talk about yourself. What do you write? What, who you are? <laughs> what you, what you do? I'm just kidding. Obviously you write. Like I just said that, but yeah, take it away. Um, well, I'm Tasanya Odette, but most people call me Tess. Um, my name is spelled kind of weird and people usually are very nervous to pronounce it. Um, but it's Tasanya and it rhymes with lasagna. And yes, I was like <laughs> teased my whole entire life when I was a child, my whole life as a child. Does that even make sense? Um, and so I started calling myself Tess. And then this makes no sense. We're going on a tangent here, but let me tell you, I thought my life would be easier when I told people to start calling me Tess. Um, I don't have the clearest speaking voice in general, but for some reason when I say my name, it's even worse. And then when I say it over the phone, people absolutely cannot comprehend that my name is Tess, starts with a T, T as in Tom, and usually I get Pess. As in panda, P as in panda, P E S S, and I'm like, Tess? that is, is that a name? Like, Tess is a common name, isn't it? Like, at least like Tessa, Tessie, like, but no, oh it's goodness. often Pess. This is you guys. the best story I've ever heard. It's so frustrating, and yeah, so I was like, oh, let me, no one can get this wrong. Weird. Yeah. Oh, and let me tell you, this is another tangent, but for some reason, my childhood traumas are coming up right now. <laughs> in high school, trauma episode. In high school, um, I got called to the office as Toshiba Odette, and I was like, Toshiba. <laughs> and I, was, I looked at like, I don't remember how I got to see like how it was spelled, but it was like T E S H E B A. I'm like, who? Did that? <laughs> like, was it a prank from somebody? I was not popular enough to get pranked, and I wasn't nerdy enough to get pranked. I was absolutely oh invisible. So I'm not sure how this happened, but 
That's my entire life story about my name. Does that answer that question of who I am? Oh, it's great. <laughs> no, a name that is an important part of who you are. Yeah. Clearly, Just all these traumas. It gave me you. a set. Okay, it, it taught me how to be able to laugh at myself. Um, and it also made me very impatient when people get my name wrong. I'm just kidding. No, I'm actually like pretty patient. I just cannot. So if you ever say her name wrong at a book signing, that's it. <laughs> that's the end, that's end of our relationship. In the book. <laughs> I thought she was just going to jump over no, the I mean, Honestly, I'm totally like, I, cause I'm not great at pronouncing names either. Just because when I see letters, I'm kind of just like, what is that? Uh, but Pess with a P starts with like P as in Panda. Now everyone's just going to start calling what me that. What would that be short for? I have no idea. But my, I know, right? When my husband <laughs> wants to mess with me, he calls sense. me Pess. And so now I'm like, why did I just tell the whole podcasting listening audience that that is like my pet peeve? Uh, you can get my name wrong, whatever. Just don't call me Pess. And now everyone's going to call me Pess. Anyway. I know. You're just going to get that in your Instagram messages and I will comments. call you. I will call you Tess with a T as in Tom. Thank you. That's the correct way. <laughs> She's a true friend. I was yes. like, gonna call her Tess. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I always got Hannah Banana, which I did not think was very fun. So I feel lasagna. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> now that I'm older, it's it really helps me, like, tell someone. You can't get it wrong after that. It's Tessania Lasagna. No. But when I was younger, I was just so annoyed. I didn't even like lasagna, and I was just like, don't compare me to that you're like how could you rhyme my name of all the food food i don't even like yeah and now i really like it so i'm like yeah it rhymes whatever it's delicious i make it vegan what's up (laughs) how do you make your vegan lasagna is it like most of the time i make my husband make it so that's how i make it that's the real trick works really well yeah (laughs) um anyways that was (laughs) first question uh what i write i write um upper ya um so kind of close to new adult a little you know older mature young adult um closer to a uh, new adult i guess did i say that twice i said that twice whatever um fantasy <laughs> extra important it's extra important yeah. because i i am kind of in the this middle area of what i write where i don't mm-hmm. write ex- I don't really write adult, but I don't really write younger adult. I'm right in the middle, and there is, like, very specific thing right there, and that's where I live in the fantasy I write. Um, (laughs) I specifically like to write romantic fantasy um, or fantasy romance. That's also another one where there's, like, this means one thing and that means one Mm -hmm. thing. Um, And right now, for the last couple years, I've been writing fae romantic fantasy um, books, and right now, right now, as in right this minute, this year, <laughs> I've been writing fairy tale retellings. So, what? what? Sorry, just exciting <laughs> noise. <laughs> fairy tale retellings are the best. That's why Valia was so excited. Yeah, I yes. love writing them. That is like, I. It's just, it's been my jam. I really I love it. I might. A lot of people think my current series is a trilogy because I've committed to three books, but not many people know that I. I'm not committing to only three books. I might write more. I just haven't. Ooh, yeah, I didn't know I that, haven't but decided. I like that. That's how I am too. <laughs> I haven't decided what the next one's going to be. Um, like the, the, yeah. the fourth and one? Yeah, and as um, if people who have read my books know, I like to in- introduce the next character in the current book, and I'm writing the current book, which means I need to figure out if I'm going to write a next one and who the next star of it's going to be. 
Nice. I believe you know the I probably know. Well. I agree with that. <laughs> I believe your readers yep. will agree as well. Yeah, sure. So that's yes. kind of a surprise. They don't. A lot of people keep asking about the trilogy. I'm like, technically, I didn't. It's not gonna be like necessarily a trilogy because they're all standalones. Right, because you they're just said all... it was like the entangled with Sadie yeah. series. Yep. You never said trilogy. Uh, and it's just you've written two yeah, trilogies. your other My series other series are so trilogy. So a lot of people assume, but I've been kind of sneaky by like not really saying one thing or another, just because I wanted to see if I would like writing these. Um, and I really like writing them, That's and fair. I feel like I could just go on forever. They're so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll probably there's so many fairy tales. And there's so many fun there's fairy so tales. So many fun fairy tales. I always get more and more yeah, ideas. There, there's just so many ways to do them. So, uh, you know, not official at this moment, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna just keep writing them into uh, next year. But you heard you it have here thoughts first. On your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Hannah? I didn't hear you. Do you have your like? Do you have your like list of ones you want to do, or are you just gonna try and like see what your muse? I have is like for? my next, probably my next two that I'm most interested in, um, that are like mm-hmm. next on the list. I just don't know enough about like I have to have an idea and at least of the character so that I can write the character. And I try to give mm-hmm. myself a lot of room because the fairy tale usually is gonna demand me to have some room when I'm actually plotting it because I am Mm -hmm. when it comes to writing series or whatever I'm a pantser I don't plot every single book for a while I plot one book at a time even when I've written series that are continuing like my um Fair Isle trilogy I had a very loose idea of where that was gonna go so uh, I plot one book at a time and I'm like (laughs) in the next book something's gonna happen (laughs) <laughs> well especially with these being standalone yeah it, it makes, makes sense. you and i feel the, the uh, i'm so stuttery today i'm just so excited to be talking about this you guys but <laughs> i do think i'm finding my groove even more as i'm writing standalones because i love writing standalones so much mostly because i'm a romance person and i want to get so i love the the mix between slow burn romance but like at the end of the book it's it's done. Like you get your yeah, happy ever yeah. Yes. That's what I like to write. And I'm just learning that as I'm writing this Entangled with Faye series, my fairy tale retellings, that like this is my happy place. I love being mm-hmm. able to finish a couple story at the end of the book, but also having it be slow burn romance with like lots of tension and bantery stuff. So that is what I love too. And I've enjoyed, like I write standalone fairy tale, Faye. They're not the same. Yeah. They're not the same at all. <laughs> Mine are definitely more perfect than your <laughs> a little less overall stabby. Um, but yeah, I love, and I love that reading, like, sometimes you want to read, like, a 10-book angsty series. I don't know. Not very I rarely sometimes. do. <laughs> I, yeah. It has to be really good. But in general, I do, I love being able to get to the end and feeling, like, satisfied. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah. I got my little like dopamine hit yep. of romance. Everyone is happy, but I know this could be another. And you, book. Yeah, that's the thing is that you can still. Yeah, the next so I book's love gonna that. have like very similar feels. So like that's that's what I like about writing is I'm like I get to finish a love story in one book, and then I get to start a whole new one that's gonna have all the same <laughs> awesome things that I love yes. writing about. And I do hope that readers feel that the same way. And then you can try out different like romantic tropes yes. you like and things like that because they're not so long. Yeah. yeah. You guys can't see Tess, but she's like jumping in her seat. It's the yeah. most adorable. <laughs> she's like, oh, wiggle, wiggle. That's like it the is. best though, writing something that you love so hard and then like It is. And it's the best right like it's the best writing too. Readers love mm-hmm. it when you write what you yeah, love. Yeah, they can tell. Better. They can yeah, tell yeah. when you put your heart on the page. 
Yeah. yeah and absolutely. I think you've definitely done that with the with these books. They're so good. Um obviously we we love like fae and fairy tales and fantasy here and romance. So it's like the whole mixture of everything that we love is literally in your <laughs> books, which is so great. Um but let's talk about the book that just came out, yeah. uh, August 13th. Uh this is the second one in the standalone series yes trilogy. <laughs> um so yeah let's talk about it um it's a cinderella retelling yep it's a cinderella retelling it's called um heart of the raven prince and yes it is a standalone i wrote it in my like i wrote it with the idea in mind that someone is coming to this book for the very first time because i really want mm-hmm. these to actually be standalones but uh both mm-hmm. characters appeared in other books of mine Ember, who is my Cinderella character, she first appeared in Curse of the Wolf King as just a side character, but I gave a little bit of like a mystery so that people reading a little bit, yeah, so that people would be like, oh, I wonder what's going on with her so that she could be in the next one. And Franco actually comes from my previous Fae trilogy that's set in the same world. It's set uh, 20 years prior to this, um, this series, and he was a side character um, who people... That we all loved. Oh, I loved Franco. Everyone fell in love with Franco. Um, And so when I was, even as I was reading, I fell in love with him too. I'm like, okay, this character is more than just like a side character. He needs a love story. And I, as I was finishing up that trilogy, it just never happened for him. Like I, I had some ideas of people in that series he could end up with and it just didn't work out. And so as I finished that, I knew I was going to write another book where he was going to get his happily ever after. Because um, no no spoiler, I'm going to say, but he doesn't exactly get a romantic happily ever after in the Fair Isle trilogy. It's kind of left open where he's going to go after that. Um, <laughs> so I really wanted to do that for, I mean, for myself, because I loved writing about him, but also for the readers who like became obsessed with him. Um, so this <laughs> one has two existing characters, um, but you can still read this book as if it's like the first time I, you know, I, I start everything pretty fresh, but there are some Easter eggs for people who do read the other books. They'll see some cameos from other from other characters, but they don't really like take over the plot or anything. Um, so, anyways, that's that's what that book is. Um, yeah, I mean, just just saying that's like a Cinderella retelling, and Faye, I feel like is like uh, basically says the, the premise of it, but yeah, yeah. it it does take, um, some unique turns from the original. Um, but yeah, it it was really, it was really fun and really hard to write. Um, it was probably very hard because the, I had two characters who already existed Mm -hmm. and usually I, I only had like for the first book, I only had one character who existed he barely existed in the previous trilogy. So it was really easy to, it just grumped yeah, around. <laughs> it was easy to kind of like build up a lot, but so it was a challenge to take these two characters that I already knew a little about. I had to get to know them so much more, um, for this book, but I really did enjoy, it was a very satisfying thing to get through it, but um, as these ladies were witness many times to my (laughs) nervous breakdowns about how hard this book was to write while I was writing it. Okay, but question about that. What was your favorite part about this book to write? Like, what was the favorite part about writing it? I think getting to know, like the challenge of getting to know Franco a little bit better, because Franco appears to be like this really confident um he's like 
witty. He's funny. He's charming. Like, it seems like he's very easy to like, but I knew that he had a deeper story and I really had to dig. So that was not like, that was a challenge, but it was also my favorite part because I really got to get to know him and to show him as a character. And I wrote from his uh, perspective. Because this was your first, like, one where you did a male Yeah, POV, of these right? favorites. No. My, my original, yeah, my first, very first series, I had um, alternating male, female. But mm-hmm. those are very different from these books. So <laughs> not a lot of readers have read that series who are reading this series. Because those first books are not fae. Uh, they're very different. But yeah, this is of all my Fae books, this is the first time I introduced a male POV. And um, it was really fun writing from his perspective. And readers so far have responded to it well. And it's like inspired me more to maybe write from the male perspective, you know, doing some of those alternating chapters as well in future books, just because it, I do feel like it really helped get an, a stronger picture of both characters in the romance. So that was, that was really fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, so uh, this is the part where Hannah and Kate ask you some questions because I'm not just going to ask you all the questions myself. So Hannah, uh, we'll start us off and then just back and forth. You know, Kate, Hannah, Kate, Hannah, just do your thing, talk. and I have a lot of questions. Ooh. I know. Okay, always I have two, come. Okay. I have two questions. It's going to be serious. <laughs> I was told one or two, so I'm, I'm just going to sit here and enjoy, okay? <laughs> two questions. We, we may or may not get through all of my questions. <laughs> Probably not. Now I feel like I need more questions oh my God. just to combat this. Okay, okay. So my first question is, who is your favorite love interest that you've written? And do you think he has any similarities to your husband? Um, okay, so my uh, it's so hard now because for such a long time while I was writing Heart of the Raven Prince, I like... I just did. I, it was really hard for me to like Franco like a lot, a lot just because he, he was so unfamiliar to me as I was writing him because he's very different from your other guys. Yeah. He's very different. He's very, very different. Um, and he, so it's kind of my question. I told you guys, I'm so bad at answering questions. Like, let me analyze this for about two minutes and then I'll give you a sort of vague answer. Um, (laughs) so let me just say before heart of the Raven Prince, Hands down, my favorite male love interest that I wrote was Elliot from Curse of the Wolf King. And he was so much inspired by my husband. So much. (laughs) And I even talked to him about it and joked with him about it, about how I love to take um, my husband's like negative characteristics and exaggerate them. Like, uh, and it's not, he's not like, it's not like in a, a point of offense. He like, he totally gets it. He totally related to Elliot. He was like, yeah, no, I get this guy. So, um, like, what parts that Elliot are, like... Like, husband? being kind of, like, stubborn um, and just... He he had, like, a dry humor every once in a while. It's like my, if my husband was a, a cartoon character and you had to really funnel down an aspect of him. Like, my husband is has a lot of, like, you know, he's not just, like, this brooding dude who sits by a fireplace all the time. But I took <laughs> that portion of my husband and for sure put that into Elliot Rochester so much. And I did also benefit some – or uh, 
based some of his like clothing design on my husband's wedding tuxedo uh, oh, or is uh-huh. it a tuxedo or a suit I don't know the difference honestly because I write about much older time periods of clothing <laughs> I actually don't know a lot about modern clothes uh, I think it was technically a suit but his suit was a uh, very very dark green that was almost black and so I we had I think we had gotten engaged and maybe already married when I was writing Curse of the Wolf King or had just I don't know time is weird time doesn't exist um and so so <laughs> I did end up basing when I was designing Elliot's clothes, which is like one of my favorite things to do is talk about clothes and design clothes in my head for my books. Uh, his suit that he wears a couple times is like in my head based on my husband's suit. His hair kind of looks like my husband. My husband really likes Elliot because he can tell how much <laughs> Elliot is based <laughs> off of him. Um, and I love it. Yeah. And so that... I think that is a reason why Elliot's probably always going to have a very special place in my heart just because of how much I have of my husband there. Um, But Franco, being able to write from Franco's perspective is kind of making him like fight. He's like, no, like you wrote from my perspective. I should become your favorite, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I'll let him and Elliot battle for so a while. So Franco thinks that he's the oh, favorite. Oh, Franco definitely but thinks he's actually the favorite. Elliot. Yeah, is that's the probably favorite. that's probably how it is. <laughs> that would very much make sense for him, for them. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. that makes perfect sense. <laughs> that was such a good question. Now I'm like, I don't know. That was my best now question. I <laughs> okay, so. Um, This one's just kind of a different question a little bit from the typical author questions. So I thought it would be a fun one. Um, What is a typical day like for you if you're writing? Okay, so let's say a writing day. But just also just kind of take us through your whole day. Oh, great. Are you ready for this? Tell us about your entire life. I'm so habitual. (laughs) So it's like, let me walk you through my step-by-step process. So um, I love it. Because I really do. I have to get up. I have to. I feed the pets. I take all the the blankets off the furniture because there's uh, a cat that I'm protecting the furniture from wait am i protecting the i'm protecting the furniture from the, the furniture. cat yeah you're good <laughs> okay i said it right <laughs> i have cookie sheets on my couch oh okay off every morning yeah so you get it off my couch yeah so at my it's morning totally normal see so yeah you understand <laughs> so that's like my morning chores is taking all the blankets off the couch and uh making my tea and eating my breakfast bar those are like very ritualistic as much as they sound super boring um But as soon as I'm done with all that, if it's a writing day, I like to write as soon as possible. Like I try not to check my email. I try not to look on social media. I try not to let my brain do anything else but those habitual routine things because then it won't go off into frolicking around doing crazy stuff Um, because I don't do well writing when I am like distracted or if like the concerns of the day. I'm a really good at morning writer, basically. Like I write really well. First thing in the morning, I can get up really early and write. Uh, Most of the time I don't get up that early. I kind of just sleep. (laughs) But I I can. Oh, I can get up really early and start writing. Um, And yeah, I just try to start writing and I'll usually write for like a few hours, maybe till like noonish. And that's when I check in with my energy. Um, I am not the type of writer... And I admire these writers so much, but there's writers who are like, I write from this time to this time, this many days a week. And this is, I always do it and it's great. And I'm like, that is so cool. But I, um, 
I'm like a pretty sensitive person and I'm pretty sensitive to my own energy and other people's energy. And I just perform better when I honor that. And so if I'm, if it gets to like noonish and I am, and I'm mentally feeling spent, I will usually stop and that's when I'll start checking my email and do all the other stuff that my brain doesn't really need a lot of power to do. I can do like, I can start packing Etsy orders and I can, you know, go on social media. But if I'm like still feeling it and I'm still in the zone, then I'll usually force myself to eat lunch because that's super hard to eat. It's really hard to make myself eat in the middle of the day when I'm like in the zone. Um, And then I'll write a little bit longer. So it's so funny that like the very beginning of my day is super structured um, in terms of like the most boring stuff. It's not like I exercise or do like those cool things. But, <laughs> but then like the rest of my day, I'm like, that's when it's willy nilly. Who knows? The day could bring anything. <laughs> but I have like writing uh, word count goals, um, which I also keep vague because that's another thing that I've learned about myself is that I'm like, I'm going to write today starting this time. But after that, Oh, who knows what it's going to be, but I'll have, I'll have some goals to keep myself, uh, motivated. And so that I can, you know, try because I, I, I'm this, I'm this weird, I'm like a free spirit who likes rules. So I have to honor both yep. sides of myself. It's can be complicated. <laughs> so when do you it. watch all your TV shows? You didn't even say oh, watching that's because that's during the willy nilly part of the day. That's the <laughs> second part of the day. Oh, okay. Uh, usually after dinner is when we watch shows, and um, if it is, and on my days off too. Like I, I do specifically take days off writing, and those are the days when I'll just do admin work, maybe. Um, and then I'll just spend hours watching TV all day, uh, because I like to have my own shows, my like girl time shows that like my husband's not interested in. And those are usually the ones that I watch on like my, my time off. Um, but then we'll have our couple shows and that's when we watch after dinner. And then we have family shows, which we watch when my daughter is home. Um, cause she spends half her time at her dad's house and half her time at our house. So, uh, that's also in the willy nilly category of what day is it today? <laughs> that depends on what show we're going to watch. Um, you guys want to know what show I'm watching right now? Yes, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> um, so I just started Peaky Blinders. Um, okay. well, I've heard good things about that yeah, one. Yeah, it's really good. It's I mean, it, it has – I'm – I always look at it and I'm like, that's totally like a dude show, isn't it? But it's also a period piece, but it is like a crime. Mm-hmm. It's like – Six of Crows, but like serious. Yeah. <laughs> Not like there's like no hijinks, but there is that like intriguing, like, are they gonna get caught? Oh, someone's double crossing. Um, and the period that it's set in is like really pretty visually, just I mean not when they're doing like the beating up and the walking through like the, the like dirty streets, <laughs> but like when the, when they're wearing the, the girls are wearing the dresses. Um, I also really like Anya Taylor joy and I've heard she's in the show. So I like on, when oh, I saw so she was in the show, I was like, you know what? Now I think I'm going to try and watch it. She wasn't in season one, but I, I'm like, maybe she'll be in season two, but yeah, I just, we finished season I started watching it by myself because so I was like, I feel like this is a show me and my husband would watch together, but he was not into it. I watched two episodes alone, and then he, like, started watching it with me. and like, okay, so now we'll watch it together. You lured him in. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I was like, I knew this would be something that he would like. Um, but that's what that's what I'm watching right now. I feel like I watched something else that was really cool recently, but I forgot. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was good, though. It was good, I think probably, we can all yeah. Just agree I watch good it had things sometimes. <laughs> Hannah. It's my turn, my turn again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I was trying to decide which of my two almost the same questions to ask. So 
I'm going to combine them. We'll see if it works. I want to know what your favorite fairy tale is. And I was going to ask what your favorite Disney movie is, but I don't know if it'll be a fairy tale. Oh, and I don't okay. know if your favorite fairy tale is a Disney movie. Just so make that. Okay. Okay. okay, we have enough questions. <laughs> we'll start with I the... I also need some sleep. Yeah, we'll do the um, favorite fairy tale one first. Favorite yeah. fairy tale. There you go. And then you'll see, see if... Because... And I'm curious if you're planning to write it. Well, okay, here's my complicated answer because they usually are. <laughs> to my really me. weird question. Please go. So, my favorite fairy tale. Actually, this is weird. No, I don't think that's my answer. Okay, so my favorite fairy tale <laughs> when it comes to um, watching it visually. So, like, okay, you know what? Have I ever seen a show? No. Movie. Let's narrow it down to movie. It's only been movie, and that is Cinderella. I am obsessed with every, like, if there's a movie version of Cinderella, I will watch it. And I have, like, even the, like, random Hallmark, or they're not even Hallmark, but, like, they're Hallmark-esque Christmas ones. Like, there was mm-hmm. a couple last year on Netflix that me and my daughter watched, and it was, like, it was a Cinderella retelling, and they're, like, really good. I will watch all of them and I love them and like uh they're just so good and then I was Did gonna you see say there's a new yeah. show coming out on Amazon Prime this fall yeah is it the I thought um, it was a movie the Cinderella? the Cinderella I thought it was I thought it was a show wait oh maybe it's a movie oh yeah I don't actually know for sure um is it the, the fashion design one I'm so excited yeah me uh I think if, I think I played my daughter the trailer I can't remember because I was like waiting to watch it with her um but that one does look really good and I'm super excited like another Cinderella I can watch but do you guys know what it's called I've never heard I think of it's, it's called, called Cinderella. Cinderella I think it has Camila <laughs> what is it Camila Cabello Cabella yeah Cabello? um it looks really good and it's a musical right mm-hmm. okay yeah. yeah which like we haven't had a musical Cinderella like Ever? Since the 1950s. Yeah. Well, even, even the oh, yeah. Disney one, like, it has a bit, but it's not, like, full-out musical like some of them are. Yeah. She just, true. like, sings a little bit while she works and Oh, the one with Lily James? Is that the one? No, you're... I meant, like, no, the, the, the original. original, original yeah. And yeah, that's a true. A dream is a wish or heart. Yeah. 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 That one. No, this one this definitely looks more like a Broadway musical. Yeah, that's like, what makes me so has, excited like, about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am also excited. So that's like, that's my favorite fairy tale in terms of, um, in terms of like watching it as a movie, but in terms of the story, uh, it's Beauty and the Beast. And it's just because of that, like enemies to lovers type thing. I'm not going with the Stockholm syndrome. I like it when (laughs) it's a little bit different and it's a little more enemies to lovers. That's what I'm going with like um and not even necessarily like the original is being my favorite but i just love the world of beauty and the beast and all the things there's like an aesthetic to it there is it's like it's hard to explain it's like gold yeah it's cozy yeah like it's i can't even pinpoint what version is my favorite because i don't even know if i have one i just love just what beauty and the beast is and everything you Mm -hmm. can do with it like did you watch so good. the French um, Beauty and the Beast? It came out like just before the Disney live action one. No, French one. I did not. It is gorgeous. It's a little Stockholm-y. Um, it's so <laughs> pretty. Like her dresses and the cinematography and you just like just bask in the prettiness of it. You should go watch it. Okay, Ooh. I'll have to add that. Add that to my list. I have to go too. find that. I love so good. the like, I actually don't know if it's what version it is, but we had this little, like, storytell book 
when I was a kid of Beauty and the Beast. And that, I think, is still my favorite version. It, it was super close to the original tale. I just love how she asks for a rose. Like, the father's like, I can bring you back anything. And she's like, mm-hmm. I just want a rose. <laughs> and, it, and then because she gets a rose, it, like, causes all these problems. Which she's like, hilarious. I'm just going to do something that's not too much yeah. trouble. <laughs> and then it ends up being the most trouble of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Well, maybe that also answers, which is your favorite Disney if it's always, always Cinderella. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, because the other part of the question was my favorite um, Disney movie, right? I'm just, like, messing up things now. I could have asked this later, but you said every version of Cinderella (laughs) is your favorite. So I'm curious, does that mean that the original Cinderella is your favorite animated? No, I don't really like the animated Cinderella, so of all the things. (laughs) Is there, like, not enough romance? Yeah, no, there's not enough romance. I do not, like, that one's, of all the Cinderella's, the animated Disney one is at, like, the very bottom. Um, I like it. It always... It always will hold a place in my heart, though, because I, I did love it growing up. But now that I'm older, mm-hmm. I just don't really love it that much. Um, there's just so many other ones that my heart has wrapped around, like, Ever After. Um, Ever After so good. is probably, like, yeah. that could be I my favorite I watched it Disney with my movie. 11-year-old for the first time last week. She has decided that she, like, is into a little bit of romance Ooh, now. Ooh, nice. And I was like, oh, I'm so You can watch things together. Like, we're going to watch this one. I watched Stardust with her, too. Stardust is um, so good. So nice. Love good. it. Love so it. good. But yeah, we watched Ever After. I'm like, this one's Cinderella, and it's not really magic, but it's really cute, and it's got a bit of romance, and she loved it. And I was like, it's the, it is the best. They're so adorable in that movie. Yeah, and that, that one, movie. it does such a good job with the romance because it's not just like a yes. prince that she met who's like, I saw you across the room, and I fell in love yep. with you, girl. Let's dance. We danced once. Let's dance, but I'm not going <laughs> to learn your name. I'm not going to learn a thing about you, but I'm going to chase you across the freaking <laughs> kingdom to find you. Because no one you. else has your shoe size. <laughs> yeah, because you have some weird, like, like magic toes um but yeah the the ever after one does that one like it was like the first movie where I found I just was so in the feels that I loved the torture that I felt at like the end where it feel the all is lost moment basically where like he rejects her and it just like crushed my soul I remember being so just crushed emotionally in the theaters when I watched it and so every time I'd watch it again I would just like this is the part where I'm gonna feel so depressed and I loved it so much like I just loved that it doesn't last long a little like short depression yeah and then like the the part at the end where he like comes back to her and he's like oh I came to save you she's like I saved myself and I love that uh, it was that one's so good it's probably in my like top five movies just like movies overall and Da Vinci as her fairy godmother yeah yeah, that is so <laughs> no, good. I've always been a huge like Da Vinci nerd. Yeah, so like, ah. that one is magic. I don't know if anything can replace that. That one is just so good. Yeah. So good. You still didn't say what your favorite Disney <laughs> yeah, fairy tale. Well, my favorite <laughs> like animated Disney. Animated is animated. hard. Let's yeah. see. Oh, animated. You guys, this is something about this me. This is an important question, okay? <laughs> we can't move on. on. Well, okay, I have to tell you guys something about, like, another thing about my childhood, because apparently that's the theme today. Um, I always <laughs> was, like, the biggest critic of animated movies when I was little. I, that's terrible. Yeah, I was that's so hilarious. annoyed. I'm so sad for that's little like Tasania. I mean, I think it took a heard. while, because I do remember really liking The Little Mermaid the first, like, the first few years it was out. But, but at a certain point, I was just, like, 
like just so critical. No, I was like, I was a very analytical child. I'm a very analytical person. Um, (laughs) and I, I remember there was a certain point where I was just like, yeah, no, that's not, you can't do that. That's not okay. And I remember watching, um, Aladdin and I really loved it. But then I was like, you know, you're, you're, you're marrying a um like a blah blah I'm like your kingdom's probably going to go to war now because you know you're not in a very strong position if you're just marrying random you're not guys. fulfilling your political responsibility yeah like things like that them. i would get frustrated with and like if there were any kind of plot holes i would get really frustrated so there <laughs> i don't have a lot of memories or i was like that was a really great uh animated fairy tale that I didn't just sit there and be like I'm very worried about how this is going to turn out for them like (laughs) Sleeping Beauty I was super super worried about them it's like you guys just met and oh man at least they met they did meet but then they were making and bad decisions, once, so. and he was like, I'm <laughs> no. going to call off my engagement to the other person. I don't know. It, there's really good things there that I'm just very excited to see do, like, done better in, like, books and this retellings. This is why you write retellings, too, I think right? this is where, like, my becoming a writer oh, was born. I know, because you're coming... <laughs> Well, I don't know if I should say what your next book is. Oh, you can. Like, People yeah. are, like, you're already writing, figuring it's it It's like out. Little Mermaid, but she's a selkie. Yeah. And, like, I... This, it's on my radar. Like, I've thought a bit about how I would write it. It's not in my, like, original trilogy. <laughs> more than. Um, but, yeah, whenever I watch the movie, I'm, like, kind of on King Triton's side now. Yeah, isn't that yeah. weird? I'm like, like, dude, you should keep like, her at oh, home. I'm like, sorry. Oh, yeah, you want to just change <laughs> everything about yourself for a man? And I'm just going to leave now because you guys are ruining my movie for me. Oh, well, how old is she, though? 15? Yeah, she's, 16? like, 16 Wait, or something. Okay, but they're all like they 15 are all and 16. Way too okay, young. doing on, this no. crazy stuff. They are way too young. Uh, I also really liked um this is just another random thing I told my husband. He was like, I guess that makes sense for you. Um I also really <laughs> liked the uh brunette humanoid version of Ursula when she comes to like yes, steal yes. Eric. Me too. And there was not enough maybe brunette. Yeah, I really wanted her more. I was like, she's cool. I like her. And I was like, when she's like doing her dancing thing and she's all fierce and she's like, I'm going to steal him and I'm going to have him. I was like, yeah, I'm on her side. Like, let's have more of this. Like, I want more of this like fierce, <laughs> hot, like brunette <laughs> lady. Um, so yeah, that movie, like, I was like, I'm kind of team, <laughs> team Ursula too. So I don't know. It, well, I'm team Trident. You're team Ursula. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make our own versions and fix all Valia's, these stupid things. Valia's very upset that we're ruining I'm just going to move. Yeah, we're just not talking about this. I have very different views on this. Like, it's oh. so funny to me. But anyway. Maybe we need like a whole episode where we talk about Disney animated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so still, right. I don't know if I can answer that because I'm like trying to find one. <laughs> Is that there, I, like, like one of the more recent love. ones? Like it doesn't have to be when you're, when you're little. Frozen two is pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> Just say one. this one. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, we're moving. Yeah, on. you guys want to move on? <laughs> this is too forever. hard. I told <laughs> you. I told you. I warned you. This was, we'll never know. No, we'll never I might know. never know. I'm gonna think about it for like ten years. All right. Okay. On a so future I have like, episode. Yeah. <laughs> I have like a funny question. Oh, I like funny, those. And then also like an author question. Which one do you want? Go, do funny. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Very important question. <laughs> what kind of secret society would you like to start? Ooh, a secret society. Oh. I can see yeah. just how you started one. 
This seems a like K a, a K drama secret society. Yeah, K drama secret <laughs> society would be really cool. Um, gosh, like kombucha lovers anonymous would be really fun. Oh yeah, I'm going for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There could be so many. Just a broody, broody um, love interest secret society, but ones that aren't <laughs> abusive. So very specific category. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that wouldn't wouldn't have to be secret slash already exists in a lot of places. That's true. But I would be very specific about membership. I'd be like, um, this is not for these type of broody heroes or these type of broody <laughs> heroes. Yeah, it's just yeah. these ones because those are my favorites. And it's my society, so my rules. Exactly. I love and it. You'll drink kombucha. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, and bonus points if they're K-drama uh love interest fans yeah all right so the secret society has to be all three you have to oh, have would be all cool. three i could do that yeah in and order Bucha, to get into <laughs> i want to make it a and it'll be called pets. no you're so rude <laughs> <laughs> oh no you just brought it back <laughs> oh that was great your face you were like so genuinely upset about that <laughs> i'm done like, i'm done no. <laughs> Oh, okay, I'll do an author question now, too. Okay. okay. So um, you've talked about your favorite book a couple times on the podcast before. So if you listeners haven't heard those, you'll have to go back and listen to all of our episodes. Oh, I don't know. No, you are. <laughs> I think it's on episode one, honestly. Probably. I, yeah, there is one on episode one, but I think there's another time she talks about it, too. Anyway, but who is your favorite author? Um, it's probably still the same person, which is Patricia McKillop. Um, but I think it's kind of hard because she's not, like, in the spotlight. So it's like she's my favorite author in terms of her writing but like my favorite author in terms of someone that I like to follow and see what they do and see what they say and stalk them is Brandon Sanderson um, he's a little more accessible because he has like a public presence and he's doing stuff like very uh common or uh currently and yeah so he's probably my other favorite author he's like your celebrity author yeah exactly <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> that's good nice. I did actually have a question about writing Ooh, okay that we're gonna jump I'm just gonna insert right here okay perfect spot. so yeah so we talked about because you just talked about your secret society that you would have like a specific love interest situation as like a membership requirement but um, you talked about loving writing slow burn romance, yes, right, and like also talked about the time period that you write. So I just want you to talk about that. Like, what is your what is what do you love most about like the slow burn slow burn romance, <laughs> and also like the time period and the setting? Like, why did you choose that? So it's a two parter. Yeah. Go so that's a, so those the answers are so like intermingled because. I love uh, the so the time period that both my Faye series are set in is a fantasy Victorian slash Edwardian. Plus, I take liberties with certain uh, certain technologies sometimes when I feel like it, especially in terms of like <laughs> wartime vet vehicles. I might have jumped into like the forties for that. Um, but anyways, that's the era that I write in is more uh, Victorian and Edwardian inspired and. Um, I love that era when it comes to romance because I love the like nuances of finding love and learning how to like express and 
like explore new love in a society where it's very restrained and restricted like you can't just go and like hold hands with this guy you just met and you can't just go up to somebody like hey girl can I have your number like let's go on an adventure you have to first <laughs> wait until she she has to acknowledge you and if she doesn't acknowledge you you can't talk to her like there's so many of these rules for society of even getting to say your first word to that person and there are expectations like you can't just like make out with this person that you're feeling the hots for um, unless you like go to a very secluded area. But if you get caught, your reputation's at stake. Like I just love those things because they create tension. They create so much tension and angst and I love tension and angst. I love it so much. Like that's <laughs> like the best part of reading and writing romance to me is that tension, the things that happen before the kissing happens, the things that happen mm -hmm. when you first touch hands, all those angsty things. And that's also what I love about slow burn is that slow burn, like it exists in this slow build of the tension of the things in between. Like, yeah, I like a little bit of steam when it gets to my romance scenes, like both as a reader and a writer, but like, that's not what I come to books for um, when it, when I'm a reader. I come to it for the stuff, everything that leads up to that moment because it's just, I don't know. There's, I just love it so much. I love that tension. I love, I love the reward because in slow burn, you have to wait for it and everything is incremental, especially in those more like restrained time periods. First, you have the hands touch and there's probably gloves involved. And then there's going to be, you know, there's longing glances before that. And you're just like, I can, <laughs> I can feel the heat of his stare or whatever. And there's like admiring people from afar and that like, it's just, I love it so much, you guys, so much. <laughs> so yeah, those are kind of intermingled. It's because I just love that. I love how it just feels so much more rewarding when you really have to work for it slowly, slowly, slowly. Mm -hmm. And then you get the big payoff. And then I do like when it pays off a little bit of steam, a little bit of spice. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You guys, if you can't tell, like Tess is so passionate about her books. It's just yes, like, I love yes. it so much. <laughs> Silence. Okay. <laughs> so do I get do I get to do no, another sure, question? Sorry. Okay. I just had to jump I, in. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. That was a great time. Well, I didn't know. I thought we were gonna. Okay, hold on. Let me look at my list here okay. that I have. <laughs> list. <laughs> yes. On your list. Um. Hmm. Okay. I would like to know about your um creation process more so you know you say you're a pantser but and I guess it's not really so much the creation process but just what kind of things are you thinking about as you're writing I know that like the characters you do a lot of character work and um I don't know I just think readers would love to know more about that yeah so listeners so when it in terms of read. so I'm only Both. a pantser in terms of series um in terms of a one book I am a plotter but I'm also a very loose plotter so I'm like <laughs> I'm like in between there like I will be a pretty I'm pretty heavy at plotting like the first like half or maybe the first third of my book and that's kind of because I get into like I do a lot of like character work so um I really just like to find like the important things to me um is I like to figure out what my characters like flaws are like what makes them totally normal and what makes them I also kind of like people who are a little more on the flawed side like I just like writing characters like that 
um, because I really like to see things blow up in their faces a little bit in terms of their flaws, and I like to see them heal and, and grow from that. Um, so I like to dive into that first because that's like super fun and interesting to me. I also like to um, dive into what makes this character unique and what makes this character like passionate. I really like each of my characters, um, and I know Hannah does this th- this too. I think we've talked about this before. Um, to have a hobby or an interest, something that makes them something that makes them who they are. And I like it, especially if it influences like their language. Um, for example, like mm-hmm. in Curse of the Wolf King, Gemma has a history as like basically an accountant. Like she's really good with numbers. And so when she talks about things, she'll talk about assets and liabilities and adding things up. She has very um she has very like calculated language when she's talking about like anything really like so that's like reflected and then ember in heart of the raven prince she's a pianist and she's also a singer and so a lot of um she'll talk about uh musical language and she expresses things that way so i also like to find little flavors of that that can influence a character's personality and it just connects me to the reader because i as a person who also has hobbies and i you know i've seen how they can like influence someone's life um those are like my two favorite things when it comes to doing the work before it actually comes to writing a character is like figuring those things out about them um and they're kind of random it's like a little bit it's a little different than like what we like the thing like oh what color hair do they have I'm like yeah that's boring i mean i do that stuff too but i'm like i'm gonna really go in and says look the at author their... with a blue haired character yeah i mean i figure <laughs> that stuff out but i also just it's like does it doesn't take a lot of my passion, but when it comes to like my passion, I'm like I'm gonna figure out their flaws and I'm gonna figure out their hobbies. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That's interesting. It goes to those two. All right, let's end with a what a fun question. Is it okay if I say we're ending now? Yes, yeah. That's <laughs> just decided. Apparently, no, I was just gonna say I was like we're gonna have one more, so that's perfect. Okay, um, pick one of your favorite characters. What would they sing at karaoke night? It can be it can be not necessarily a song that they would have in their world. It can be a song from our world. Um, <laughs> is this a character of my own books? Yes. Um, yes. One of oh my gosh, that's such a hard question. Why would you do this to me? Um, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm like, because... hey, it's fun. But that's like... Yeah, you're I'm asking so the person who needs to watch to Sonya. Yeah, this... <laughs> the person yeah. who still doesn't know her favorite animated Disney movie. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I think Franco would probably just sing like that. What's that really annoying song from like the nineties? Like I'm too sexy for like. That's what I yeah. Really because know. Franco has this thing where he like Justin Timberlake. Is like, or, wait, maybe no, no, it's I'm, not Justin Timberlake. I'm too Timberlake. sexy for my cat. Yeah, what is that? It's Corpus like really cat. old. It's like so annoying. I can't yeah, even handle right, hearing this not. song. But like he would do it. Because he loves to do things out of irony. Um, He loves Mm -hmm. to make people laugh. He will do something that's a little annoying because he will do that because he also likes to annoy people. But he also has a habit of um, not like, you know, in the Victorian slash Edwardian time period, they have ties, they have their shirts all buttoned up, and he wears his like open. And it's like a running joke in in Heart of the Raven Prince that he's not, he never wears a proper shirt. Um, and so I think the I'm too sexy for my shirt, whatever that song's actually called, like he would totally see yeah. it on karaoke and he'd probably do like a mini striptease and probably make everybody uncomfortable slash <laughs> secretly <laughs> charmed. 
see, that was such a good answer. <laughs> I'm so glad that I asked it, even though Hannah said it was a bad question. <laughs> I did not say it was a bad oh. I just said you were trying to make Tasanya squirm. I mean, I'm I glad was. I came that up with a good answer. <laughs> I, I will own that. I do like I do like the answer, but I almost did have a panic attack before I. I feel like it. now you need to draw a picture of Franco at karaoke, karaoke. At karaoke. Like, <laughs> like spinning his shirt like around over his head, <laughs> and everybody in the audience being very uncomfortable. Just like a really prim and proper Victorian <laughs> yeah. audience, just being like, "My my," <laughs> his sister just being like, "Oh my." God. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we bring you out in public? <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are a riot! I, can see it. I love it. I love it. That was a perfect question to end on. Thank you, Kay, for that. <laughs> That was great. But yes, you guys, um, this was fun. Also, please follow Tess on her Instagram, at Tasanya. Spell it. Spell it for everyone. T as in Tom. E as in elephant. Two S's as in salad. Um, O as in orange. (laughs) N as in Nancy. J as in juice. And A. I almost forgot to spell my name. A as in apple. I just love the 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 <laughs> things that you like, justify yes. like as in salad so and shit. I don't chill. remember what the like actual because you know there's like the actual ones that you do. I don't know what they are. Yes, well, they're not juice. It's not, they're not juice. <laughs> they're uh, but see they're also different depending on the military or the yeah, like, department you're in. So anyway, I can see that. But oh, I, I will that. link. Yeah, I will link everything below i'll also link her uh instagram and uh website and maybe amazon page so you guys can find her books oh and she has a etsy store that sells her signed books so if you guys are into signed books she you can get them from her directly it's the best (laughs) um so i'll link all of that in description and it's on our instagram at reading queen spot as well so yeah Thank you for being here. That's so this. weird to be like, uh, it's so weird. I'm like, I, I, I'm a guest. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad we got to do this. And it was really fun. But yeah, you guys, don't forget, we have a regular episode coming on Wednesday. Uh, you definitely don't want to miss out. And then give us a follow on your favorite pod- podcast platform. I can't talk. Uh, before you go. <laughs> and then you can be notified when we launch a new episode and we'll be doing more of these interviews as well and other stuff that you have to look forward to so yeah that is all for me for us talk to you later bye bye Bye. Bye.